Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. My name is Clayton Croker. Uh, Justin Anderson is to my left in the Maritimes. We have Patrick Marsh, as always. Thanks for listening, whether that be on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, wherever you're listening, on whatever device. We really appreciate it. Appreciate the likes and the follows as well on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at BFMD Podcast. Another baseball season's in the book, books, fellas. It's uh, it's over. It's over. Yeah. As Sarah McLaughlin would say, I will remember you. <laughs> um, it's been a great year, not for Jays fans, because we sucked. Uh, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the World Series. We're going to be talking about some news. Carlos Beltran becoming the Mets manager. Didn't see that coming. Uh, we're also going to be grading the pitchers today. We've done the outfielders. We've done the infielders. We're going to be doing the pitchers today. Spoiler alert. It's not going to be pretty, because I don't know if you know this, fellas, but our pitching sucks. Yeah. Big time. Um, also, though, this episode is not brought to you by the Holy Cross Crusaders high school football team, who beat St. Joe's in the city final yesterday. So I just want to say that off the bat here. This episode is not brought to you by the Holy Cross <laughs> Crusaders high school football team. It's brought to you by everyone else except for fucking them. They beat us in the city final Didn't you yesterday. Go to cross? I did go to cross, but they can go <laughs> fuck themselves. Uh, the refing um, here in Saskatoon, oh, there's this guy named Mike Siona. You know Mike Siona, Justin? Know Mike Siona, no. He's the CTV um, morning sports oh, guy, okay. morning yeah, weather yeah, guy. Yeah, He's a ref, and he he didn't have a good one. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't want to roast him so too like much in case he listens. Right now. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, but that's been my life for the past month is just coaching high school football. Uh, really, really sad. What's been going on in your guys' lives for the past little bit? Been curling a lot, just pretty much every weekend on the road. Uh, get to spend this weekend at home, and then spend all of the Remembrance Day weekend in Regina, which is the city that rhymes with fun. So, can't wait. Riveting stuff as Riveting. always. <laughs> um, Patrick, we hogged the first two minutes. What's up, bud? Not a hell of a lot, man. Life is pretty slow around these parts. Um, I want to know though, Justin, are you gonna be are you gonna be duking it out to try to get into the Scotty this year? Is it the Scotties or is it the Briar? I think the Scotties is the women's. Yes, so the Scotties is the women's one. So I, I do not oh. qualify for that. You're not gonna pull a uh, Juana man and uh, <laughs> put a wig on or something like no, that. No, I don't think I. Uh, I don't think I have the uh, body type to be a female. I uh, I apologize <laughs> for the uh, the mistaken nomenclature. It's Let's the... talk about the Briar. Are you gonna go into the nomenclature? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you just drop a nomenclature bomb on here? What a word! Patrick's have to, pay, have to pay 20 bucks every time he uses a word like that. Oh, well yeah. done. So there's a swear jar. It's the big word jar. We're sitting here with our stupid <laughs> little words. Patrick's over here dropping nomenclature. Holy, I am impressed. No, uh, but back to your question, Patrick. I don't I don't know what. We're going to try to make it to the briar, whether or not we do or not. We, we've been struggling a bit so far this year, but we'll figure out. We'll get our shit together. Spoiler you know alert. What? They will not make the briar. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> there's some there's pretty good up. teams in Saskatchewan. Yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. gonna have to duke it out with Jeff Stoughton again? Jeff Stoughton's in Manitoba and he's retired. <laughs> you should stop trying to reference curling things. Patrick. Yeah, you You're are, you are yourself. Brett Laurie with curling references. <laughs> 0 for four right now. Like this nobody, is this is bad. Nobody ever stays retired in curling, yeah. man. Jeff Stoughton's been retired for like four years at least. All right, well then, who's the bit? Who are the, who's the big name out uh, out in Saskatchewan? For Matt curling? Dunstone right now. All right, Kirk no, what do you, How do you guys stack up against him? Not very well. <laughs> no, who's Is the guy that goes to the Briar every year? Last year it was Laycock. Kirk Meyer. Laycock moved to BC last year. Oh, okay. Laycock was always the guy in Saskatchewan. He was, yeah, yeah. for a few years, yeah. 
some people who don't like curling are like, can you just get on with it here? <laughs> like, this is fucking ridiculous. Um, should we get to some baseball? What's What else is going on, Patrick? Uh, not a whole hell of a lot, man. I've been working my ass off, working overtime. Hmm. Not not very thrilling stuff. <laughs> playing some video games. I've been playing this game called The Outer Worlds. How is that, by the way? Um, I only have like maybe two and a half, three hours in it just because I was too busy during the week to want to invest like mm-hmm. solid time into it. But um, it's kind of like Fallout 4. Okay. Uh, oh, yes, of course. Minus... Minus all of the like crafting stuff, mm-hmm. I concur. Uh, One of my coworkers it, said it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Like the aesthetic <laughs> is pretty fun, and it's very, it's a very funny game. Very funny. Yeah, Clayton, it's not Super Mario sixty four, so you're you're kind of lost in this conversation, aren't you? Uh first of all, more NCAA, of a Super Nintendo guy. Okay, NCAA oh five or whatever you're playing. NBA Jam for the win. Hey, Second hey, of all, hey, it's hey, NCAA hey. football fourteen, <laughs> and I have seventeen franchises in there with ten plus years. I that's the only video game I play is NCAA fourteen, and this whole college football rule changing things up. There is going to be another NCAA football coming soon. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. College football players can make money yeah. on their image or whatever I you want to call it. Now. And now there's going to be an yeah. EA Sports is like, oh, we're going to make another NCAA football game. And I can't freaking wait. NBA Jam for Super Nintendo in the morning. College football on PlayStation 3 at night. Ugh. Again, riveting stuff. We live <laughs> we live very, very pathetic lives. lives. Yeah. My goodness. We're, we're super excited. Uh, let's get to some news here. Two quick things before the World Series recap. Um, Vladdy looks good. Yeah. Like Vladdy Jr., you saw that video of him skipping yeah, rope. Lourdes uh, Guriel posted a video on his Instagram. It was Vladdy jumping rope, and then there was Rowdy Telez and Ryan Barucki in their Halloween costumes dancing behind him. Yikes. And Vladdy was looking like he was looking good. He looked pa- like he's uh, working hard. Patrick, did you see that video? I absolutely did, and I I was kind of scared when I saw the video with their with the boys and their costumes in the background. It started to make me think that maybe uh, the Jays are about to jump the shark or something. <laughs> really bizarre. I had no idea what was going on. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to look it up. But, I mean, that's good news because Vladdy was looking pretty chunky at the end of the year. Big, big old chunk. At the start of the year, I was like, the bigger the better. He's going to be a Prince Fielder, mashing bombs. I don't care. But by the end of the year, I kind of changed my tone because it was just bad like he was yeah. really fat like Prince pablo sandoval like fat. <laughs> yeah like it was it wasn't good what was that that other video when pablo sandoval's belt came undone yeah. when I mean, he was he swung and his yeah. belt bro- he, his belt broke <laughs> i was worried that was gonna happen <laughs> i have it twice to him oh man uh, i'm other... not gonna stand here and let you disparage the good name of the panda so let's move on Big Pablo Sandoval fan over there. Who knew? The, who, knew? Who, who knew he had fans? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Carlos Beltran, next manager of the New York Mets. Um, is he going to be there until 2022? Uh, that's when he's probably going to be going into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He's yeah. a first ballot guy. He's a first hey? ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah. For sure. How do you think Beltran yep. is going to be as a manager? Because I always think like star players going into manager roles, sometimes it works, but mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't. Looking at you, Gretzky for the Coyotes. <laughs> but in baseball, well, it, it seems to work a little bit better than in hockey. Like, What are some other examples of great players who were also great managers? Joe Girardi, Joe Madden. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Torrey. I'm talking. I'm talking recently, though. You know, yeah, a lot of Joes on that. Mike list. Matheny. I was gonna say Mike Matheny is the one I can think of. Yeah, I mean, Gabe Kapler. You think? Well, that's who. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Joe Girardi, that's who he's replacing in Philadelphia, yeah. right? So, there's some big managerial moves. Like obviously, the Angels got Joe Madden, which mm-hmm. is which is huge for them because they need desperate help down there. The real question is, where is Felipe Alou gonna go? <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
I don't even know if Felipe Alou is still alive. You know who by I'd the way, see... if he isn't, I, I apologize. I'd love to see Pedro Martinez as a pitching coach somewhere. I think he'd be like just just a beauty. But I he's think... too busy being a big network analyst for MLB Network. I think he's uh, really good on the MLB Network. I don't mm-hmm. think he should go anywhere. And um, Felipe Alou is still alive, by the way. Thank goodness. Yes. <laughs> for <laughs> he a was my... there, I was going to he... say, this sweet is... Felipe. This ain't going to end well for us. He was one of my favorite managers of all time. I yeah. love Felipe Alou. I don't know how we started talking about one, that. One more thing before we get to World Series. Um, all the awards come out this week, too. Like, between tomorrow and the uh, 14th, like, tomorrow is the Gold Glove, and the 14th wraps up with the MVP. So, between there, we've got Rookie of the Year, um, Defensive Player, all that sort of stuff, Silver Slugger, Rookie of the Year, uh, Cy Youngs. So, we had, like, a week and a half of awards coming up. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of exciting. Yeah. And then we have winter meetings in December, so... Rule 5 draft, big trades. I mean, free agency is going to heat up here right away, too. Yeah. Hopefully it heats up. Not like last year where we had to wait for everyone to sign until June. Mm-hmm. Can't <laughs> wait for that Rule 5 draft. I'm pretty pumped. The Jays have some big trouble in their roster this year. Yeah, I don't really We're going to lose care. a couple of good players. Rule 5, who cares, really, at the end of the day. Um, speaking of Felipe Alou, <laughs> um, the Nationals, the new Expos, new who Expos. Felipe Alou used to manage. Uh, they won the World Series. We don't like to say we told you so here on the podcast a lot, but we said if Washington gets past that mm-hmm. wild card, they're going to do some damage. We mm-hmm. all said it. So let's just give ourselves a yeah. round of applause here, everybody. Give ourselves a round of applause. Um, Patrick, we'll start with you here. The fact that every road team won it, won every game in this series, like how impressive is that to you? It's wild to think of how tight these two teams are in terms of matchup, that the home field advantage meant nothing it was actually it was negative there was negative value to being a home team (laughs) in all seven of these games it was wild wasn't it kind of scary though like the nats go up two nothing and i was like ah they're definitely going to close this out fast and then the astros won three in a row all in washington and i thought holy shit i'm always wrong about everything to uh and (laughs) <laughs> to quote Clayton, it's almost like the MLB was up to something. Almost like they were up to something. <laughs> hey, guys. I kind of well, felt bad for the national fans because it just seems like they always have heartbreaking moments in their own ballpark. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my God, they just lost three in a row after going up 2 nothing in the World Series. It's happening to them again. But thank goodness it kind of turned around for them. Mm-hmm. I'm happy the Nats won. Like, Justin, are yeah. you happy the Nats won? Uh, or I, did you I, want the Astros to win? I know when Patrick and I did our, our World Series preview, we, we both said Patrick picked the Nats to win. I said the, the Astros would win, but I said I wanted the Nationals mm-hmm. to win because I didn't want he who must not be named in the Astros bullpen to win a World Series. Um, good for Daniel Hudson, though. Can, who, if you would have said to me at the start of the year that like, the, the Dodgers released Daniel Hudson, the mm-hmm. Jays pick him up, trade him to Washington, if you had told me that Daniel Hudson was going to throw the last pitch of the 2019 World Series, like if anybody if anybody put money on that, if anybody was offering that bet, mm-hmm. like somebody is rich right now. <laughs> Daniel Hudson and Anthony Rendon are probably like that Paul Rudd meme right now. Hey, yeah. Hey, look hey, at us. Look at us. Look at us. Not me. <laughs> Did you think it was Evan? Yeah. Not me. Uh, oh, speaking man. of Anthony Rendon, um, he was really flying under the radar. Mm. I mean, no, he wasn't really a household name, but he is now. I mean, he had a great series, right, Patrick? He absolutely did. He actually was tit for tat with uh, Jose Altuve during the uh, during the World Series. It was pretty impressive. I, he's going to make some bank when uh, when he has the opportunity to uh, to do free agency. If if that happens, he may end up re-signing in Washington. Who knows? But mm-hmm. man, he was. He was fucking slugging it out. And then 
my boy, Steven Strasburg, won the MVP. I, I said it. I said it very early on. You did. Steven Strasburg, he was, he, he was going to be uh, lights out during the World Series, and he was. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, Juan Soto is only 21. Oh, wow. <laughs> to quote Joe Buck, he was actually, wow. for yeah. most of the postseason, he was only 20 because his yeah. birthday was on the 25th of October. That was never brought oh, up man. at all in the broadcast. Every freaking time <sighs> he came up. But, I mean, the the kid was lights out. He had the highest batting average in the World Series. He had mm-hmm. three home runs, hit three thirty-three. Beauty. Juan Soto's 20 and my hair is fake. I'm Joe Buck. Um, Astros <laughs> next year. Garrett Cole's probably going to leave. I don't know if you saw that tweet today, but he was pissed that he wasn't using Game 7. Uh-huh. Like, really, really mad. So he's probably gone. Um, how are the Astros going to look next year? Because Verlander's mm-hmm. getting up there. They're pitching. Yeah, you know, Granky's getting up there as well. But their roster is still loaded. So uh, can they get back to the World Series next year? No, their window is closing. Yeah, I think Patrick's right. I I do think next year is probably the year of the Yankee, unfortunately, as much as it pains me to say that. I just think that they were so close this year, um, and they just have that great team. If if they have Luis Severino for a full season, and they're probably going to sign Garrett Cole, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) Um, and maybe even Steven Strasburg if he does decide to opt out of that contract here in the next couple of days. So it, the Yankees could be a very dangerous team next year. As much as it pains me to say, yeah, they're going to be just filthy next year. But I don't think it's going to be the Yankees' turn yet. I think the Astros still have one more year. Okay. I think they got one more year to make it back. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Jays in their last year of their playoff run. Right. Okay, maybe they will, maybe they won't. They still got a lot of good players. I think they'll be movers at the deadline. Like, they will mm-hmm. be getting some guys at the deadline. Um, but I still think the Astros have a little bit of a chance. Uh, last question. How is this series going to be remembered before we get into grading the pitchers here? I think it'll be remembered for for that home field advantage thing, and also just for um, the resilience of the Nationals. Like there was a stat where they were they were like six and zero or something in elimination games mm-hmm. this this postseason, and, they, yeah. and, and in all those games they were trailing at some point. So that never say die attitude. Like and, and Bryce Harper was right; they they brought a championship back to DC. Oh yeah, man, that's like that's the biggest meme of the year for sure. You just knew oh, we yeah. were going to throw that in there, hey yeah. Patrick? How is this series going to be remembered? I think it's going to be remembered as uh, the the phrase that I've seen bounced around is the silent series, which is that mm. the home team never really had anything to cheer about because <laughs> the home team lost every game. Yeah. Um, but I think people will remember this as the moment where Steven Strasburg elevated beyond the category of great pitcher to elite. Not that he wasn't before, but this is re- this was really cementing it and i think the nationals have a huge window and i think they're going to repeat i'm calling it now i'm calling the shot now two days after the world series is over or whatever the nationals are going to repeat this is a madman the the nomenclature there just doesn't (laughs) add up patrick it just doesn't (laughs) add up um i think it'll be remembered for just the fun memories like how many fun little baseball moments happened when Bregman took the bat all the way to yeah. first base and then Soto did it the very next inning, you know? And the Sellies in the Washington dugout. Yep. Like when Howie Kendrick hit that home run to go up 3-2 oh. and the car, yeah. that was the best Selly of all time. I think it's going to be remembered for those little fun moments. And, of course, the road team winning every I single game. Juan Soto's coming out party, too, as like 
a big league star. Yeah, there are a lot of things. Yeah. That happened in this series, like tons of things. I'll and miss you, baseball. And how about that car that Strasburg got for the yeah. MVP? That Corvette Stingray. Yeah, that's a sexy a car. Sexy. Pretty can't sexy. fit his full family. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> like in the MLB, he gets that. I'll never forget in the CFL when Milt Stegall broke the broke the touchdown record. Yeah. They gave him like a Dodge minivan, yeah. like three years old, <laughs> not even new. And there's some used car dealership. Hey, Milt, here's a van. And it's like, I have 140 touchdowns, and you're going to give me a van? Like, sweet, I guess. Uh, with that, we're putting a uh, we're putting a stamp on the 2019 MLB season. Um, not, well, yeah, the stamp is on the season. Let's grade the pitchers, shall we? Yeah. Um, the Blue Jay pitchers this year... No mystery. Sucked big time. <laughs> We've been putting this episode off. <laughs> like We didn't want to do the pictures first because we were like, this is going to be too sad. Let's just wait till the end. And now that the end is here, it's like, oh, my God. Um, Patrick, we'll start with you with Trent Thornton. That's who we're going to start with for uh, grading the pitchers. And it's going to be the same way as we've been grading the infielders and the outfielders. We'll go around the horn, give a grade. Go to the next guy. Mm. Trent Thornton, 6-9 and nine this year. Um, ERA of 4.84. Uh, his walks to nine innings, pretty good. 8.7, but he also walked like three and a half guys per nine innings. Uh, yeah. Trent Thornton, Patrick, what are you giving him? Uh, I'm giving him a C+. He was put in almost an impossible situation from the beginning. He was 25. He had zero MLB experience. Uh, in 2017, I think it was, he had very limited uh time because he was injured in the minors uh and then he was just thrown into the rotation spot for matt shoemaker <laughs> after he went down with a season-ending surgery he was like here's a ball kid you're going out there every fifth day and it was just an uphill struggle for him uh he was able to get strikeouts uh, at a pretty rapid rate at the start um but he was given up nearly four walks every appearance and eventually he did settle down and through August and September, he had an ERA of 3.74, and he was a very consistent, steady starter for us. But he was very vulnerable to give up large batches of runs every mm -hmm. start. Mm -hmm. Like, if he was going sc scoreless through six innings or whatever, that was great. But then, on the other hand, his next start, he'd give up, like, four walks and four runs and three home runs, and it was just uh, a hot mess. So, I mean... It was kind of cool to see him work with uh, Clay Buckholz and fix his uh, his control of his curveball. Uh, and he was guilty of pitch tipping, which I know is like the new boogeyman that everybody talks about. Um, 1.9 war is actually pretty good um, for you know a 25-year-old basically rookie pitcher. Well, he was a rookie. Um, I expect next year he'll be somewhere between 2 and 3 war. Um his record probably won't be much better, but I, I could see I could see him improving. Um, his ERA was kind of ballooned because he had so many brutal starts. Um, but um, he'll be our mid-rotation mid guy for us. Uh, and he's got the weaponry to be an ace. He's got five pitches that he uses, uh, most of which are obviously his fastball. And then he's got a slider, cutter, and curveball he mixes up pretty much equally. Then he's got a little change up he'll throw in there every once in a while. I like Trent Thornton a lot. I hope he sticks with the team for a while. Uh, until we sign a bunch of free agents or whatever, he's going to be mid-rotation. Are you going to give him a grade? C+. Plus. 
Pay attention, Justin. Uh, off First hop, guy, and you're already I not know. realizing it's that he said he that. He talked for so long, it's like I forgot what's going on. <laughs> I just had to get, I had to get it out because I was, I paid a lot of attention to Troy's, uh, or Troy, Trent, Troy, Troy oh, wow. Westwood, pitcher oh. for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, I paid a lot of attention Trent to Troy Thornton. Hey, you guys are. I paid it. a lot of attention to Trent Thornton at the end of the year, and I was very impressed with the numbers <laughs> that I saw. All right. Yeah. Well, no. You mentioned some good things. Obviously, he had the. I think it was like a dozen starts. We give up one run or less over six or seven innings. But then, yeah, there's also the ugly where you give up like four, five, six runs in three or less innings. So I mean, yeah, I'm gonna give him a C, just based on the fact of the wild inconsistency. It kind of levels out to being average. I was gonna give him a B, a B minus, but C plus because yeah, so inconsistent. Like. You got to be consistent if you want to be a major league baseball player. Yeah. And like, that's the big thing. You got to be consistent. You can't be all over the map unless you want to be like a Randall Gritchick kind of guy and just kind of be medium for the rest of your career. I'm giving him a C plus. Um, Sam Gaviglio, he went four and two this year. Uh, ERA 4.61. Uh, didn't walk a lot of guys. His uh, walks per nine were two. His Ks per nine were eight. Uh, his war was 0.1. But yeah, he just doesn't jump out at you you know nope. he's just so vanilla ice cream um <laughs> i'm giving him also a c okay yeah i'm i'm thinking for sammy g i look at the stats and i see a, a guy who seems like he should pitch better until you look at the home runs he gives up so his home run rate is a little bit higher than you what, you, what you'd want to see um but i'm gonna give him a c c plus probably as well just because I, I i do think that he's a serviceable bullpen guy he'll probably be with us for a couple more years Yep, definitely. Um, his first 34 innings of work were outstanding this year. If you'll recall way back when, yeah. we were we were blowing up about uh, Gaviglio. He had an ERA of 2.36, and he was holding batters to a batting average of 171. And then he just absolutely shat himself violently. Yeah. One thing to <laughs> note... Like one thing to gas. note too is like he he pitched 95 innings in 52 games. That's a lot of innings for a guy who only got into 52, 52 games of work. So he was working a lot of long long inning relief. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good for and him. He, yeah. he started zero games. Yep. He didn't start a single game. He, I think uh, the career as a starter is off the plate for mm, Sammy yeah. Gino, uh, mostly because he's two pitch pitcher. Uh, he does have a curveball that he rarely uses and a splitter he uses a little bit more often, but he throws the fastball and the slider. He's just a guy, you know, the dime a dozen guy that you just find out there. Yeah, he's just one. <laughs> he's just one one dude out of a bajillion. Uh, his numbers were all screwed up though. He had two performances where he didn't even get out of an inning, and he had like five or six runs in both of them. They were back in May against San Diego in that brutal nineteen to four loss. We probably all remember fondly. Uh, and then again, he got blown out by the Red Sox back in July before the Red Sox uh, shit the beds themselves and miss the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, if we could take out those two starts, uh, I would say, like, his ERA would definitely be under four and his home run per fly ball would definitely be under league average. It's just those two starts just totally screwed everything up for him. So he was serving up a lot of, a lot of muffins. 
<laughs> a lot of muffins. Next on the list here, we got Jacob Worcestershire Shoss. Um, I just call him Jacob W. because I hate his fucking last name. Uh, Jacob Wajapak? Wagus Pack. Wagus Pack? Yeah. You know what? You're getting an F just based on your name, <laughs> Jacob Wagus Pack. Um, in all seriousness, though, 5-5 five and five this year. Um, 78 innings pitched. It was pretty good in some spot starts for yeah. us coming out of the bullpen sometimes. Uh, that ex-FIP of 5.3... Knee. That's lovely. Uh, walks per nine, 3.3. Knee. Um, again, vanilla ice cream. He's getting a C from me. Patrick, what are you giving him? He gets a C from me as well. Um, he. The one thing I really enjoyed about this is since Justin has taught us all about beating the projections uh, as far as ERA and FIP goes, he totally smoked his, his, uh, his FIP projection. His FIP was 4.91, but his ERA was 4.38, so he's a little bit of a Houdini escaping from some dire situations um i expect him to be uh probably a number four number five spot like he'll definitely be on the team next year if we don't spend any money on free agent pitchers he'll be in the rotation if not he'll be a long reliever just like sammy g if we roll with openers which i hope we kind of (laughs) do if we don't spend money so see C for me, number five starter or AAA Buffalo to start the season. I think he'll be a good AAA Buffalo guy. Yeah, I think that's his uh, destiny. AAA, AAA pitcher. Um, next on the list, Thomas Pannone. Oh boy. Um, don't know if you know this, but we don't really like Thomas Pannone on the podcast <laughs> here. Uh, we used to, and then things went south pretty quick. Well. <laughs> uh, Thomas Pannone again. He's got good stuff, but he just. He's got no control. Like he just leaves pitches over the plate so much, and also too, like he's got three pitches. His fastball is great, but his curveball and his changeup—I mean, they're okay. But for me, he gets—I'm giving him a C minus. Eh, no, D plus. Ooh. D plus for Thomas Pannone for me, Justin. F. Um, as the as the former um, critic of Patrick Marsh's Thomas Pannone hype train, (laughs) which is firmly derailed and probably in storage somewhere. Man, was Uh, it picking up steam for a while though? It sure was for about two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Thomas Pannone is back. She was going straight downhill and then it, and then the, then the tunnel caved in all around it. Um, yeah, this, this guy to me, just like you said, he just can't locate. You, you look at his numbers, and until you get to his ERA, you're like, this guy doesn't look like he's half bad. Then you see his ERA was 616, and you're like, why the hell was this guy a major league ball player? Exactly. Like, this is like Edwin's, uh, Edwin Jackson levels of incompetence here. So that it, that's that's what I see. I look at him, an F, an F, big F. <laughs> yeah, he gets a big old F for me too. I was pretty upset about his uh terrible performance. Uh you know he's not a great starter, he's not a great bullpen guy. He can strike guys out, but he just walks way too many guys and when you're walking almost four guys per nine inning and then your Babip as a pitcher is two ninety one, that's that's a that's huge, actually that's a, a red flag. Not a bad number. <laughs> Just FYI, but it's but it's indicative though of the fact that he he consistently was given up like medium to hard contact like yeah. pitches over and over again all year long. Um, he didn't give up any more home runs than the average pitcher really, but uh, holy shit, he was just 
He was awful. This is that's it for him, man. Rest in F. peace. Yep. That's a hard F. He's it's he's not worth a roster spot on on the even the worst Jays team you can imagine, which was this year's Jays. Um, if I were to compare uh, his career to a doomsday clock, as far as whether or not he's going to make it or not, uh, his doomsday clock is at 11:59 p.m. and uh, <laughs> all the pretty girls have already found someone else to kiss. <laughs> so <laughs> he's he's going to be making out with the clock. Uh, and I don't know where this metaphor is going anymore, but let's you, just say his yeah. MLB career is probably done. F. That metaphor went really rude. That's where it went. I mean, I know that he's not a good pitcher, but whoa, the whole cute girls thing? Come on, man. Poor guy. Uh, Derek Law is up next. Yeah, we had a guy named Derek Law. Uh, <laughs> um, Thanks, Kevin Pillar trade. Yeah, uh, again, he was okay in some spots, but he definitely had a couple games where it was like, this one's on you, bud. This yeah. one's on you. And again, the consistency. That's the theme in our pitching. We have no consistency in our pitching. He picked up five saves. Not bad coming out of the bullpen. Strikes guys out. He has almost uh, 10 Ks per nine innings. Walks a lot of guys, though, too. Has almost six walks per nine innings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that XFIPs at 4.8. His ERA was a 4.9. A D for me because he just didn't have like that signature coming out of the bullpen moment. He just kind of was like, okay, Derek Law is coming into the game. Okay. So he gets a D from me. You erase those walks and he's probably not a bad pitcher. No, not at all. Cut that number in half. Mm -hmm. And he's probably doing okay. But yeah, the walks are highly concerning for a bullpen arm. Most of the time these guys are coming in with guys on base. Um, especially in the middle of an inning when, when a starting pitcher gets the yank. And if he's coming in with, with a guy on base and then walking another batter every couple of innings, that's going to lead to some trouble. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give him a D as well. <laughs> he gets. I'm changing my grade to a D- minus because I just kind of thought about the walks per nine. And, like, can you imagine sending Derek Lowe out there? There's already two guys on base, and he has BB per nine is 5.93, which means if he pitches – if he pitches like two innings, he's definitely gonna walk like two or three more guys. Like that's pathetic. Yeah, it's bad. It's not great. <laughs> it's really bad. The team was better when he pitched than when he didn't pitch, which is wild mm-hmm. considering how bad he was with his control. The team was eighteen and seventeen when Derek Law appeared on the mound. <laughs> that's that's like that makes you feel hope, but then <laughs> he's given up six walks. For a nine inning, I find that ludicrous. It, it, yeah, cut that number in half and then get back to me. Otherwise, you are. If it wasn't for Thomas Pannon, you'd be the laughing stock of uh, this current iteration of the Blue Jays. I, I can't hear the word ludicrous and not think of spaceballs. Luda, ludicrous speed. <laughs> Roll out. Uh, roll out. We gotta pick a ludicrous song for our outro. So, nah, homies, <laughs> roll out. I think we just did, boys. I think we just did. Uh, next on the list here, Clay Buckles. I had high hopes because his name is Clay, but man, yeah. I think we weren't expecting great things out of Clay Buckles. We were expecting things. We were expecting things, <laughs> but the things did not happen. He had two really good starts. His two wins were really good, and it was like, okay, Clay Buckles still has something left in the tank. Getting hurt really derailed it obviously and i think yeah. we can agree that this experiment kind of failed but he did show glimpses like if he would have stayed healthy he would have definitely been in our rotation all year mainly because our rotation was dog shit <laughs> but still clay buckles i mean i don't want to give him an f because he got hurt i'm gonna give him a c plus 
Because you know what? Good for Clay Buckles. Everyone thought he was done. Mm. Everyone thought that, oh, man, you sucked in Boston. Like, you, the way you ended your career in Boston sucked. You're going to go to Toronto. Cool. Good for you. He didn't play that bad. Some starts were bad, but at least he came back and proved it. I got respect for someone who does that. C-plus from me. I'll give him a C-minus just for his, his mentorship. He helped a lot of our young pitchers out a lot. I know, Patrick, I think he mentioned uh, with Trent Thornton's... Uh, Curveball. He clay, he's throwing Clay Buckles curveball now. Yeah, uh, and it seemed to work from his last couple of starts. So, uh, anytime that you are on the shelf like that, that that valuable insight that a veteran guy can provide to a rookie, yeah, I'll give you a C a C minus just for that. F. Ooh. He's tossing one point nine eight muffins per nine inning. I mean, whatever. Happy retirement, Clay Buckholds. Uh, you will always be remembered as the Muffin Man, because that's all he did was toss muffins. He didn't toss nothing but muffins. He tossed a lot of muffins, but he had some he had some glimpses where it was like, okay, this is vintage Clay Buckles here. Again, good for him for coming back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilmer Font. Again, this is Blue Jay stats only. We're just going by his Blue Jay stats. If you look at his Ks per nine, he's got 12. Yeah. Like, this guy can chuck. He's got good stuff. And I think he's got a pretty good future with the Jays. Patrick, I'll let you talk about... Mr. New Times Roman for a bit. <laughs> I can't believe you just pulled that out of your ass. That's amazing. Yes, nomenclature. <laughs> I concur. <laughs> it's impressive. Um, Indubitably. Eh, he was, uh, I guess you could say he was our best reliever after the All-Star break, whatever that means. He was the reliever. He was an opener. <laughs> well, There was no relief a, provided. A, a reverse reliever, <laughs> whatever are we calling it is opener like the official title? I like beginner. Beginner. The beginner. Beginner. That doesn't sound tough. No, I try I to think, make it think, in a tough I think voice. The opener is the term the that, beginner. The, that the league is using. Anything you say in that voice kind of sounds tough, though. Beginner. Doorbell. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> Nomenclature. Nomenclature. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, that's the tef- that's the title of this episode now. Thomas Pannone. <laughs> <laughs> that just sounds sad. He's. Uh, look, Wilmer Fonts, uh, 29 years old. He's arbitration eligible in 2021, free agent 2024. As long as this team is bad, he will be there. Um, he actually had a decent 2019 if you look at the sum of his whole uh, season. So all his time in New York pitching for the Mets and then coming over to the AL East. Uh, he pitched 84 innings the entire season. That's pretty impressive. Um, not a good starter. But um, I guess a good opener. A good opener. Beginner. Beginner. <laughs> the, the guy, the first dude out there. The first dude. Yeah. All right. Whatever. B. B for me, too. See, I, I liked that we deployed him as an opener. He seemed to have the, the knack for it. And that's largely due to the strikeouts that he, that he accrues over nine innings. Um, the home runs were towards the end of his opening uh, of the season there. Definitely a little bit more concerning. He was giving up, seemed like, almost one every time he pitched. But at the same time, if he was giving up one solo home run in the first inning, that doesn't kill you, and it gets you through that first three, four, five batters of the lineup once. So, yeah, the B. The B I'm, sticks. I'm going to give him a B plus for his future role with the Jays. I think Wilmer Font's going to be a big part of our uh, bullpen the next couple years. Sure. I think that not only as a beginner... But uh, I think he's just a good piece to have. I think he's. Uh, I think he's. I think he was a really underrated pickup by the guys who cannot be trusted. So, 
Good on them for doing something. Um, Justin Schaefer is the guy we have coming up next here. Great name. Great name, Justin Schaefer. Whatever. Um, again, one of those guys who kind of pitched for us, kind of didn't. Two-part question here. What's your grade for him, Justin, and does he have a future with the squad? Uh, grade C-. minus. Future? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Okay. <laughs> Again, his walks per nine, five and a half. His BAPIP is 315. His FIP is 5.18. XFIP is 5.67. Not great numbers. Less than ideal. Like, really bad. I mean... This guy's all over the board. Yeah, he is all over the board. He has some okay stats, but at the same time, it's just like, eh. He's just not... He's not vanilla ice cream, but it's just not that great, you know? Patrick, what do you think about uh, Mr. Justin Schaefer? Um, I think he is... Uh, one of those Houdini pitchers where he just escapes the calamities that he creates. Um, terrible BABIP, 3.15. Terrible BBs per nine, 5.67. His ERA was 3.86 despite the fact that he was given up one and a third muffin per nine inning and then 5.67 walks. Like, how does how is his ERA below four? I just don't understand. He just escapes so many different situations that he shouldn't have. Um, yeah, very lucky. I, I just—he's got no control, and he only has three pitches, so he's just going to be a dime a dozen reliever dude. Um, what happened to Ryan Tapera? Is Ryan Tapera dead? Uh, like, no, he just kept getting hurt. He'll be on the team next year. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. He's just Justin Schaefer is like a poor man's. Ryan Tapera. Oh, that is and Ryan Tapera is a poor man's reliever. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is exactly. not so he's a, a double a double poor man's reliever. <laughs> a very 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 a poor, poor man. man's Ryan Tapera. Usually it's like oh he's a poor man's Steven Strasburg. Wouldn't you say like and you, you, you did you call Ryan Tapera like Captain Vanilla for the Captain Generic? Time? Tra- I just, Captain yeah. Generic. Captain yeah. Generic. The vanilla you, Thriller. Vanilla yeah. Thriller. If yeah. you would go on MVP Baseball 05 and you just go to create a player and you don't touch him. Yeah. Like you don't touch any. He's a 70s across yeah. the board, generic face one, generic hair one, generic body build. That would be Ryan Tapera. <laughs> it's like an MVP 2005 when you'd pull up Gustavo Chassin from Ugh. the AAA Syracuse Sky Chiefs because you he was pitching and you knew him from the big leagues at mm-hmm. the time. Just And he didn't have a picture. So, yeah, it was just like that white face. Yeah. <laughs> no. The best part about yeah. that no game features. was the Sky Chiefs jerseys. I love like I oh, you never really played the AAA games yeah. in there, but I always did cuz I love the, the Sky playoffs, Chiefs jerseys. Did. Yeah. Well, then you send all your guys down and just own the AAA cuz there's no rules about how many guys you can send up in that yeah, game. Broken. Go Sky Chiefs. I miss the Syracuse Sky Chiefs. Shout out to all the Syracuse Sky Chiefs fans the listening Syracuse right now. The Syracuse Mets now. Really? They are. Sky Chiefs is such a good They're name for a baseball team. team. For the New York Mets. Oh, Tim Tebow is there. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, moral of the story, Justin Schaefer, C-. <laughs> um, Clayton Richard, great fucking name. Oh, not a great pitcher. <laughs> um, great name, though. Uh, again, he walks a lot of guys. His FIP is 6.28. Uh, ERA is at 6. His war is at negative 0.2. I mean, he had flashes where I was like, hey, this guy might be a good young pitcher, a good young piece. I mean, he's not good now, but maybe in the future. But, again, do you see a future with him, Justin? Um. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just, I just had this realization that we brought in, like, three pitchers last season. So we brought in age 36 Clayton Richard. Um, Clay Buckholes, also not young. And then Matt Shoemaker. And none of the three of them pitched a full season. No. Matt Shoemaker's injury was obviously 
a freak thing and a rundown. So we can't blame him for that. But the rest of these guys was the clays. Yeah. As we'll refer to them from now on. <laughs> Less than ideal. Um, large capital bold F mm. for Clayton Richard. Patrick? F. Nice. All right. Good talk. Um, no love for the Clayton, hey? Oh, fuck you guys too. Um, Tim Mesa, the Maze Runner. I actually really like Tim Mesa. I do too. Uh, again, he was a little bit more than Captain Generic. He had a little bit of flair to him, mainly because his last name has a Z. Um, you don't see that too often. Press F to pay respects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for what? It's Tommy John surgery. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess so. I know, but like before that, he was actually pretty good. But I, I hope he can come back. I like Tim Mesa coming out of the bullpen. He was trustworthy. I mean, he wasn't going to blow you away, but at least he, like when he, he came in, he might blow it once in a while, but he wasn't going to blow it all the time. So I'm, yeah. giving, him a, I'm giving him a C+. Plus. Uh, yeah, press F to pay respects, but also uh, C- for his performance on the field. I'm going to make a spicy prediction and say that uh, we will never see Tim Mesa pitch another inning of Blue Jays' regular season wow. baseball again. All right, last and certainly not least, the lone bright spot. We waited till the very end. Ken Hunter Miles Giles. I love the fact that he plays for the Jays. Like I, because we, we he's still on our team, right? I'm not. Justin's looking at me like I'm kind of a weirdo right now. No, you're right. Yeah, you're 100 right. I don't know why. Like I was like, no, he plays on the team. You gave me a look like we traded him or something. I was like, I was looking I, at a meme. Sorry, did I miss something or <laughs> I don't know. But I love Ken Giles. I think that a lot of people thought the Osuna for Giles trade was like, oh, we got we got destroyed in that trade. Ken Giles is a good piece. He likes being in Toronto. Um, and he's just a good closer. And he chucks gas, which is awesome. And he strikes a lot of guys out. I'm giving him an A because there's always room for improvement. I'm not giving him an A+. Patrick, what are you giving Kenny? Ken Giles gets an A plus from me. I like his stuff and I uh, really hope that we don't trade him. I hope we hold on to him because I think he's got everything we want out of a closer. And uh, you know what? I like the fact that he used to punch himself in the face. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't yeah, punch themselves in the face every once in a while? So a guy wants to punch himself in the face, and suddenly he's a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. He didn't punch someone else in the face, looking at you, Chris Brown. <laughs> but uh, he punched himself in the face, like a gentleman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Astros haven't won a World Series because of Roberto Osuna either. So take that, Houston. Yeah. Um, that just angry anyway uh a plus for me i i love ken giles too i do think that there's a scenario in which we do keep him if the blue jays are showing signs of competitiveness this season not necessarily being in the race but like maybe being around 500 at the trade deadline Mm -hmm. that might be enough for management to say you know what we could be good enough to push for a playoff spot in 2021 why don't we keep this guy who we know is a good closer Mm mm-hmm I, ideally, in a perfect world, he stays healthy the full season just in case we are 10, 15 games under 500, then we can move him. Mm-hmm. So um, you but, think that Ken Giles will be on the team next year if they're competitive? I don't think he'll get traded in the offseason. He will start 2020 as a Blue Jay. Mm-hmm. If he does get traded, it will be sometime before the deadline because mm-hmm. um, obviously he is up for, uh, I think, arbitration again next season. So he's, he's, he's got some team control. Yeah. So if the so, Jays are competitive, Ken Giles will still be a Blue Jay, which means Ken Giles likely won't be a Blue Jay. Yeah. Um, Patrick, what are you giving Ken Giles? A plus. Yeah, A pluses. 
Just an A for me. An A from you, yeah. Room for improvement, guys. Room for improvement. What would you like to see Ken Giles improve upon? Um, just, you know, maybe... Good. Talk. I don't know. Okay. Hey, that's my line. That sounds line. like an A plus for me. My <laughs> line. Okay. I can't give a guy who punched himself in the face an A plus. That was guys. like two years ago. Get over it. You know what? It. People don't forget. Yeah, but it wasn't like he punched somebody else. I just said that. <laughs> I know. First, then... you take my good talk, <laughs> and then you take that. But then why are you? Why are you giving him an A? This is bullshit. We're ending the episode right now. Oh boy. We're ending it. It's over. We had a good episode. Felipe Alou reference. Indubitably. Nomenclature. Hold on. I got one more reference left in oh, me God. before we shut her down. Having a, a bullpen like this kind of reminds me of how much uh, I loved our bullpen in the late 90s and early 2000s when we had Paul Quantrill. So oh shout out God. to Paul Quantrill. Wow, Paul freaking Quantrill reference. Never thought I'd see the day. Actually, yeah, we've referenced Paul Quantrill a bunch here. Um, I think that's it. That's all. Thank goodness we got through the pictures because, man, that was depressing. Um, I don't know what the plan is for the podcast, honestly, for the next couple of weeks. We can talk about the future. (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk about the future maybe next week, and then after that we might take a little bit of a break or something like that. see what happens. See what happens. You know, we just kind of wing it here on the podcast. The news will allow us to talk about more things. Exactly. Um, For Justin, for Patrick, um, my name's Clayton. We're signing off. Thanks for listening, whether that be on, you know, Google Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, Spotify, all that good stuff. Sorry for burping. I just crushed a coffee. Uh, (laughs) Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, give us a follow, at BFMD Podcast. Patrick, put Get Back by Ludacris as the Goodbye song. What was the one we wanted? Roll out. Roll oh, out, shoot. my homies. It's okay. I got it going on here. No worries. Yeah, we um, need the, the, the actual song. Was that you sing, out. Out, sing us just, out for two minutes? Just me doing this for two minutes. Roll out. Roll out. Because I don't know any of the other words <laughs> except for my homies. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good week. Uh, for Justin and Patrick, my name is Clayton signing off. Have a good one. Got in that bag.